Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. This is the Get Up Show. Welcome back to the One Before the One podcast. And what I mean by that is... <laughs> the One Before the Hundred. Which is... Absolutely insane to me. Uh, well, first of all, please like, rate, subscribe, everything that you do with podcasts. Let everybody know that we exist. Um, fun fact, we send out emails every day at Wednesday, you know, in the afternoon that you can click on. And so maybe subscribe to those. Directly to the podcast every single week. It is the Simon Says Podcast and podcast. Once again, it's just uh, myself and Charlie because our boy is still recovering from his COVID exposure. Yes. If you didn't listen last week, we found out um, that morning that our fearless leader had COVID. He and his daughter both tested positive. Yeah. And they've both been a little bit sick. It wasn't just one of those tests he, yeah. that came through. They've both been. But thankfully, they're not. They they haven't gotten it real bad. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing terrible. But yeah. But he'll he'll fill you in later. But yeah, he's fine. They're both fine. I think now they've officially hit that point of, oh, my God, we're stuck in the house together. I, I love <laughs> it's the, been a week. So, yeah. Yeah. That was a fun part for me was uh, an entire at least week, if not more, with everybody just us together. Right. Nonstop. Just each day gets a little bit more whiny, a little bit more. Oh my God, stop looking at me. Uh, I, and I'm just glad, you know, for us too, it was like we had enough room to, to everyone, you know, the kids are in their own rooms, you know, Nikki, other, Nikki yes. was in the living room Go and to I was in the other basement. rooms. I feel very sorry for people who live alone and who live like together in a very small apartment. Oh yeah, can you imagine that? Like I was thinking about that, you know, like in New York City where it's like tiny little New apartments. York City. Sorry, God, I don't leave enough room for that. <laughs> But you know, where they have these tiny little box apartments and you yes. imagine you have like five roommates and then somebody gets COVID and you got to lock yourself down I in, mean, in a room apartment. Why there's not more. That would be super I, I don't neat. mean to be morbid, but um, why there's not more death because uh, of that. Yeah. Killings of each other. Oh, come on. Okay. But yeah, seriously. I, I mean, there was even a moment. I mean, I love kids, but I mean, it was close. It, was it doesn't even go. matter how much you love your spouse. No one is meant to spend 24 hours a day, no. seven days a week for like two weeks. <laughs> no, I need my moment. Only I, with each other. I need my moment. <laughs> um, so we were talking about, uh, what we were talking, what was I going to go with this? Oh, 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 I remember what it was. I saw this. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about it on the show, but I know a certain somebody hates everything about this. So I'm, I'm saving this for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think that we're missing an opportunity to make money 
And unfortunately, I think that celebrity has to do with it. I think that's the driving factor behind it. Well, I can't imagine why anyone would want this just from a random person, but. You don't know. Well, okay. So there is a lot of instances. For instance, my wife realized uh, from her TikToks that there is a market for people selling underwear, women selling their underwear online. Okay, are these um, cleanly washed underwears? No, no that's what I was afraid all. of. So, but that's the thing is that like there is a weird underground subculture of things that you can sell for money. Oh yeah, well that's, that's remember, why there's a whole business of people taking pictures of their feet. Yes, feet pics. Uh, there was another. There was actually a story of an actress who was like she was auditioning for a role, and then the casting director, I'm doing air quotes, said, "Hey, this is great. Um, you're you're amazing." Uh, the director was asking, though, if you could send some some pictures of your feet like this. And she was like, all right, shenanigans. And it turned out to be a scam. Oh, yeah. Um, well, but there was someone who used to work in our group of radio stations who that was her side gig. And she would post him and she actually made money. That's fascinating to me. It's, and maybe it's because I'm a guy. Like, I, I've always wondered, like, I think it's interesting because I feel like if the opportunities were reversed, if the roles were reversed and it was like acceptable for men, you know, or there was a bigger market for men to do this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I would do that in a heartbeat. See, I just, I, I look at it differently. I find it very um, disturbing. And so it would take a lot for me to get over that hump of being okay with sending it out, knowing What's going to be done with it? I think you just don't think about it. I think I think you just. I can't help but think about really? it. Really? No. Oh, oh God. That's it's funny. You know, it's just one of those. Like I've always said, like I feel like if I was a really attractive woman. But you don't even have to be attractive to have somebody want your feet pictures. Okay. It's only pictures is, of your feet. You're not like if I did that, they wouldn't know it was me except for think, my feet. Okay. Here's a question. If I shaved from my calf down, I wonder if I could style my feet to look like, is there, could you tell the difference between a man's and a woman's foot? Um, there's probably a market for that. Um, I all, you would definitely have to paint your toenails. That's fine. Probably go I'll, get pedicures. Done. I will. I, you know what? I'll even go do the thing with the little fish eat your dead skin. Okay, well, I don't think they still do that anymore. No? Oh, that <laughs> no. always looks so neat. But, um, I mean, if you'd like to stick your feet into a piranha-infested lake, maybe. Well, I think that's going to be a kind of a one-and-done pedigree. <laughs> anyway, um, so this person, what did? who was she and what did she do? Well, this newest thing was a girl who's been on 90 Day Fiance, which I'd never which watched. Which is also total high class, but go on. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's super neat. Um but she, <laughs> her, her thing is she farts in a jar and sells it for about a thousand bucks each. A thousand dollars? Yeah. Oh, I could do that. See, you say <laughs> that, but it's the same thing. Like, first of all, okay, this, see, this is why we, could, we didn't do this on, on the radio show. There, I have a lot of questions. Do you sit there with a racket of like canning jar, like jelly jars? Yeah. Um, and then just power up on like the worst foods ever. Well, I just feel like some days I would be able to make a lot of product and other days not so much. <laughs> but how fast do you have to slam that lid on that jar to keep it in there? I don't know. And that's the other question. That's always the joke. It's like, you know, 
how long does that really work? Is it just the idea of it? And or is there like a vacuum sealed something that you? I don't think there's a special apparatus. Your gas into no, I don't think there is some special tubing system that allows what that to if happen. They expect to. Can they get a return if they? If they're like, oh, I opened that jar and I don't think there really was one in there because I didn't I don't, smell anything. I don't think so. I feel like there's not really a return policy. Like, you know, 30 days of your money back if that's not the best part you ever had. It would be 90 days. Yeah. Uh, side note, um, she has said that she has made up more than $50,000 per week at its peak. This is ridiculous. That's a lot of farts. Okay, so do I have to go on some crap reality show first before I, I can make money I, off of this? See, and I think that's what it is. And I think there was another chick who who sold her bath water, and she was already a fairly well known internet person. Uh-huh. So I think you have to be fairly well known. I like I don't. I just don't think like there's a market mm. for, you know, local Greensboro radio celebrities. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Does anybody around here want to buy this because I mean, I'll get some jars. It's just interesting. It's like that world is bizarre to me. Cause I'm not like, that's just, we always joke about my, you know, my browser that's history your, and, your, your and dark web. Well, in the fact that I, you know, a lot of the stuff that I pay attention to is like, I'm exposed to what these things are. Um, and so I'm like, I, I know what that means mm-hmm. and I know what's happening, but it's like, it doesn't mean that I'm into it, but I, it's the fact, the money that's involved with some of these dark, these, these subculture, you know, fetishes and stuff. It's well, like, yeah. And the money that people will spend on something like this is just like, uh, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm worried about your life. <laughs> uh, just a side note. There was a tip. Um, she said that if she puts a couple flower petals in the jar, and it says it helps absorb and, uh, and uh, allow it to stay fresh. So. Seems that would change the smell, though. I You would think. I don't know. But anyway, so Moving if, you're, on. if you're thinking about a side hustle, there's apparently a load of cash. Moving we just, on. We'll just get you out there more. I mean, I was, I'm was i saying we. I, I'll help manage your, your business. Uh, yeah. I'm right. not going to help with the canning, but I'll, I'll help with the other know. stuff. Um, did you see the thing about the, we talked about it out for a couple of days now but the um the waitress who got the four thousand dollars like forty four hundred dollar tip from that giant party yeah so i saw the headline and it basically said waitress gets four thousand dollar tip and then gets fired and i didn't get a chance to read the article so how did this go down what happened as far as i can tell there was a waitress and another so two waitresses two servers were, were helping this table so and was it like a large table? It was a large group. Mm-hmm. So um, they, well, I don't know why, but I think it was like a Christmas party. Anyway, the the table decided everybody left a $100 tip on top of their, you know, like everything. Okay, fantastic. So then presented, there's a video of them basically saying to the one waitress who was fired eventually, you know, hey, you know, you're awesome. We We wanted to do something nice, you know, and... And presented her with forty four hundred dollars. Here you go. Here's here's our tip, and she was super happy, and everyone was applauding. It was great. Um, and they, I think that they had intended her to split it with the other server who had helped. Right, well, which makes absolute right, sense. Right, right. So, but then where it starts to get a little bit, he said, she said, is she's saying that at, right after that, the manager on duty asked her, told her to give him the tips that that tip, and that it would be 
split up amongst various workers at the restaurant. Now, and I don't know if that meant um, like like we were talking about before. It was like kitchen staff, bartenders. So usually, um, like when I worked in a restaurant, the policy was, you know, you got all your tips, but at the end of the night, you were supposed to give a bit of your tips, you know, put it into a pot that goes to whoever helped you. For example, if you have bus boys, if you have, sometimes the kitchen staff gets tips, sometimes, you know, it goes to the bartenders, right. whatever. So you had to tip out other people because they assist you in doing your job well and getting, you know, getting those tips. But that's on you. That's at your discretion. You don't just take a large tip and split it evenly among all the peoples. Right. That it wouldn't be the manager doing it. It would be the server themselves right. saying, all right, I want to do this. Cause I've only worked. There was only one place here in Greensboro that I worked uh, back in the day, old town draft house where it was real small deal where it was like two or three bartenders and two people in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the night, the bartenders would tip out the kitchen and it was more just like, you know, here's, here's, if they had a decent run. Right. And, the, but that had been the only time that had ever happened to me. I'd never worked in another kitchen before where anybody, you know, like the kitchen didn't get tipped out, but also because kitchen actually gets a, an hourly wage and yes, the servers get too. nothing. So mm-hmm. it's like all the server gets is tips. So dial it back to the story was that there's now turned into where now the management has come back and said, she was fired for other reasons, not for throwing a fit over this. So you just decide to fire her after she did an amazing job with this huge party. And I think it well, oh, you did it all was, these other things. We kept you on all the way up until now. And then, oh, wait, no, we're going to. fire. Well, her. and I think it also because she went public with it after it happened. Oh, yeah. So they're and trying I, they to didn't appreciate butts. that. And we're like, oh, all right, well, you're fired. But. Um, they've also said that they didn't force her to tip out. Like they were only like, it was only the, the only people who got tipped out were her and the other people who served the table. So saying that other people besides her and one other person had worked on the table, like help with the table. Well, they don't, they're just convoluting the story, but But that's the thing. So here's my, and, and here's what it comes down to. And then I think, because I think a lot more people are doing that now. Um, I think realizing how hard a lot of restaurants have had it over the past two years, um, and especially the people in the service industry, it's like if someone decides to be generous, how do you do it and how do you make sure who gets it and then who decides, you know, like whose job is it to say, you know, well, maybe you should hook up the kitchen because they cooked, you know, the 44 dinners. Right, but or, again, as, about you, the bus as you said, the kitchen does get paid an hourly wage. True. Waitresses typically do not. My My other thing is, is that, you know... If I'm the person, well, because so then the extra, yeah, here's another thing. The guy who was seen in the video giving her the tip and who gave the little speech, he's now come back and, you know, they were like, this was meant for her and the other person. That's what we wanted it right. to be for. That was their decision. And then have even started a GoFundMe for her now that she's been fired. She's probably going to make even more money <laughs> than she would which have. Which I think it already. Still working. Which is another, uh, it's another thing. But, um. I just think that's interesting. It's like, but I think how if, do you how do you make sure if if I say 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 I suddenly came into a a, a sum of money, and I'm like, you know what I want to do? I'm gonna go drop a grand on a sir. Like I, I'm gonna go somewhere and I'm gonna drop yeah, a grand on my this favorite part. waitress, whatever. Oh, right. Is I mean, how do you make it? 
so that it's just for them. Like, I mean, um, you know, that de- I think that depends on the policy of the restaurant. And because there are some places where you are required, like, say, all the bartenders are required to put all of the tips into one big jar and then they get split up at the end of the night. I disagree with um, that. But some places do it that way. I'm not yeah. saying it's right or wrong. It's just some places do it that way. So I don't know if you as a customer can say, look, this is only for you. You waited on me. You were fantastic. I don't want you to split this with anyone else. And then I think if that is a policy that the waitress should have to say, look, I'm not allowed to do that. Or would you please ask my manager if I can do that? Because she shouldn't lose her job for accepting a tip that she's not supposed to. I mean, should it be like a a side, like, Hey, come here. I want to talk to you. But I mean, there are places where the workers aren't even allowed to take tips and you still want to tip them. And they're like, Oh, sorry, I can't, you know, like say at the, um, the people who bring your groceries out to your car at Walmart, they're not supposed to take any tips. And even if you want to give them one, if they're going to get fired, they're not going to accept it from you. So I think that's, I think in that case at a restaurant, if you want a tip to go specifically to one person, then you might have to make a bigger deal out of that. So I know that you and Sean already talked about on the show about, um, Etiquette for uh, holiday gifting. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what we do you talked give about your- this is the time of the year that you're supposed to give, you know, certain people, service people in your life, a an extra little thank you. Okay, so I was reading down that list myself, and so the one, so like, here's here's my question: Does it say, or did you guys talk about if I want to tip my garbage guy? Like, what do you do? Just put an envelope on the can or like, how, or do you, you have run to- out there when he's playing? That's, <laughs> and that's the heart. Like, yeah, so, I don't know. So that's the thing. I'm not home and I, I don't want to leave an envelope of cash. Well, no. And then I don't want to risk that he's going to just dump the can. <laughs> right. Like, if, what do you do? I, like, and then the other one was, I love my male guy. Uh-huh. He is the nicest guy. They are not allowed to take cash. I know. And I think, I, and I don't know. Did they say what it was or have you ever read why a male person can't take cash or gift um, cards? Is it because I, that it, it, it I would say it has something to do with um because they are a government agency and it might be considered a bribe of some sort or it might it could somehow get convoluted I like the in idea the delivery. That I'm, I'm bribing my mail carrier. Like, I, hey man. You know, I don't know what you do in your free time. I literally I've had a couple conversations where I've been out on the weekend and he's come by and he's asked me about my decorations and yeah. we, you know, like you're going to have to give him um, a gift card or some no, kind of, you of, couldn't even give it a, gift card. Give a gift card, nothing of cash value or oh. nothing that could be sold or traded for cash. And well, I was like, yeah, that's a, that's, that has to do with it what being a bummer. agency, but then, well, give him some of your uh, great. Didn't you say your wife made some candied pecans or something? Yeah, but what if he has a nut allergy? He won't eat them. He can still say thank you and go away. No, I want him. He's a grown man. He can save his own life. (laughs) It's the thought that that counts. What What if I was to have accidentally felled my favorite male person? I mean, like. I would devastate me. Look, he knows what he can do. Alfredo's the best. Um, I, it just, it's one of those things. And it goes, it's, it's, it's like when you go into a restaurant and, and sometimes when you go into a place and it says no tipping and it's like, 
I get it. Like over in Europe, it's it's not a thing. Right. Um, and there's a there's even a restaurant in town, um, Chez Jeunesse, downtown Greensboro. They say, please don't tip. And it, they have their own reasons. And it's, it's it, everyone's paid a fair wage. And it's like, we don't we don't want you to have to worry about that. And we don't want our servers to have to worry about that. This is how we do it. And I, I respect that. But I think that if I want to tip somebody, I should be allowed to. I think if I want I to think we should be allowed if I want to, to give yes. them the money handshake and it and I am awful at that. And I never I always feel awkward because I always feel like I'm giving not even close to what a money handshake should be. Oh, no, that should be like, but there is nothing more gro- to me, nothing more adult. Like I have made it as an adult that I get to hand somebody some cash. Like, thank you very much for your help. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's like. Could be taken the wrong way. It's like, I feel like I'm doing something nice, but maybe I'm not. Um, I I mean, anytime you get that urge to adult and do the money handshake, I will be happy to accept the handshake. (laughs) Okay. You want to practice? It'll just, you know, if if you just have that urge, that feeling, you know, just send it this way. It'll be all good. And you won't get anybody in trouble. And we'll both feel good about ourselves. I think that's also something that should be taught in school. You know, we talk about life, adult, like like life lessons or life Mm -hmm. skills. I think knowing what to tip in, in in situations like yeah, I mean, I will say, I do wish that our our service industry was not so reliant on tips. They, I wish they got paid better, and then it wouldn't even be a thing. But, um, being that as it may, yes, everyone should be taught how to tip. The problem is when you're younger, you don't really make a whole lot of money, so you want to go out and have a good time but you basically only had $20 to go out on to begin with and you just spent that all on drinks. So you're like, ah, sorry, man, get you later. But you don't realize that you're actually like, this is what people live on. And that's part of it. You know, so the kids went out, um, they had a school play last week. And so they were wearing us out about going out after the last performance to go like have a, you know, a celebratory cast dinner. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, whatever. But you know, both my wife and I were making sure like, listen, you know, whatever you do, like you tip, you know, like make sure you leave that waitress. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because the boy even said how much he left. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like he went, <laughs> somebody's he, he, feeling generous. Yeah, he went heavy. Um, my kid, of course, was like, ah, I did this. And I was like, all right, well, I mean. But I, it's also teaching them like where it's appropriate to tip and where it's not. Like, for example, you don't tip at McDonald's, but you do tip. Anywhere that you sit down and someone comes and brings you stuff. Do you tip at a buffet? No. Do you tip like with Sean? Oh, but, you know, it depends. If I mean, what if they're coming and cleaning your plates and they're giving you refills of drinks? Uh, I feel like if there's a someone who, yeah, and I think in, in a situation and mostly in a nicer place. Yeah, I think I would probably leave a couple bucks on the table for that. Um you guys got me tipping on takeout because I never did before. Oh, yeah. I, I always throw a couple bucks. I, I just, I mean, it was like they're not doing anything except handing me my food. It's kind of like McDonald's. Why do I have to tip? But I do I do better on that now. Don't hold that against me. No. And but I just didn't know. I didn't think that that was a thing. You, you know why I specifically, why I I, I do that now? Because you're be- Mr. Moneybags? No. God, no. You I'm like not. to look bougie? So <laughs> I, I, when I was in D.C., the first, like I needed a filler job before radio took off again. Mm-hmm. So what I did was, is I went in and all I ever knew what to do was cook. Like I'd only ever worked in the kitchen and I walked into this place and they were basically like, look, 
how is your, you know, how is your Spanish? And I was like, it's not great. And they're like, we're going to have you wait tables. And I'm like, I've never waited tables. <laughs> and they're like, it'll be fine. You can do it. And so it was my first time ever waiting tables. And so I finally got an experience where I was front of the house. And one of those things is that we would rotate sections. So you would have the dining area, but it also had a counter area. And so the counter person, while we tended to the people right there, which, which I actually, I would volunteer for that because I didn't have to run table to table. They were all sitting right there. Mm -hmm. But the problem was, is you were also in charge of the takeout orders. Yes. And so I would get where like the order would come in. I would organize it, bag it, silverware. Like, so I'm dealing with that while I'm dealing with my other, you know, customers and what other stuff I had to do. So I saw that there was more to it and the fact that you have to rotate and still try to make these tips. So Right. But if you're the, let's say that the, that person who's running that counter doesn't have tables, what if they're not even like one of the waitresses? What if they're a manager or something? You still tip them? Uh, well, I mean, sometimes it's know. hard to tell, but yeah, know. I mean- because I don't know what happens. A lot of times managers won't take tips and they'll just dump it back into the staff. What about when you go into a place like, say, one of those pizza places where all the pizza's behind the counter and you're like, hey, I want a slice of cheese. And they heat it up for you and throw it in the box. And there you go. You're supposed to tip. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably throw a couple bucks in there. I, I mean, would I wouldn't, ask go, you, I wouldn't go like, you know, 20%, right. 25% on it. But I mean, I'll still throw a couple bucks. I would ask if you tip your hairstylist, but you have no hair. Nor stylist. How dare so, No, I'm, <laughs> I know Sean does, but Sean's a ridiculous tipper for everyone. What was the thing the other day? There was some other. Um, oh, it was um, a caterer. Uh, my wife had to use a caterer for a work thing. And she was like, what do you tip a caterer? And I was like, you know, that's a good question. So after doing some research, it was like you tip on the percentage of the whole bill. Uh -huh. And especially like how much they do. And so like she even said that the, the girls that helped her were super helpful. So they gave them a, a decent tip off that. But it's a, you know, it's a weird dance. And it, and again, that's why I was saying like other things that should be like, how, what do you tip the bell guy? What do you tip the, the, the dude who parks your car? What do you tip? You know, if. Right. And all, what a lot of people don't realize, you know, those people who don't like to tip or they're very cheap tippers is that if we didn't tip, everything would cost more. So understand that, you know, the guy who parks your car, let's say he makes $7 an hour right now. But if we didn't tip him, then that would have to go up to at least like $15 an hour or there wouldn't be my wanting that job. You know, the only time, the, the only time where I have refused, not refused, but I, I just don't, I, 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 I don't abide is the ga um the bathroom attendants? Okay, look, I can get my own paper towel. I didn't ask <laughs> you to do this. The, Stop hoarding the paper towels. The guy with a tray of candy and colognes. Generally, now I've only generally seen this at uh, certain adult uh, entertainment uh, places, but um, it's like. Here, sir, let me squirt some soap in your hand. Let me give you this paper yeah, towel. I'm like, so, no, I, this isn't, I don't need that. I don't want this. Right. That is a service I didn't ask for. <laughs> and um, and you won't allow me to do it for myself because you took all the soap and the paper towels and you're yes. holding them. And yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Even, um, you know, you see it a lot in like more uh, in big cities, in upscale nightclubs, kind of thing like that. But again, 
I didn't ask I, for this I, service. I, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I like your example. This is the clearly the two. It shows fan, the difference. The various the two fancy of us. places, the fancy bathrooms we've been in. <laughs> yeah, you're seeing it at a nice like club, like in Charlotte at a nightclub or something. You might see this, but uh, now I will say in the women's bathroom, a lot of times they'll have hairspray or feminine products or things like that. So if I use any of those products, then I will tip you. But you stole the paper towels and the soap, and I didn't ask you to give me those. Yes, They're sir. supposed to be there anyway. I would like. So I don't like tipping on that. I would like three of your peppermints, uh, five squirts of your best cologne, <laughs> and dry these hands, sir. Here. Yeah, they don't even dry my hands for me. They just hand me a paper towel that I could have gotten myself. I don't know. That would get. I, that's another. <laughs> well, again, it, it's just it's it's especially this time of year where you want to do something nice for somebody. It's hard to be told you can't do this or the, you're doing it the wrong way. You know, well, I always, definitely find a way to recognize those people who do a lot for you throughout the year. Yeah. And you know, whether it be, you know, giving them some candy, giving them, you know, a small gift, a gift card, cash, whatever. Try to find a way to say thank you. My question is, if I slide my mail guy some, some cash on the side is he going to narc on me or is he going to, you know, he, it, ha, like, are he we probably have just won't take it. He oh. can't. He doesn't want to lose his job. Now, I will say if anyone would like to thank their local radio team <laughs> for entertaining them every morning, we definitely can accept your cash. All right. <laughs> Slow down. Well, again, you know, we've got, so we've got one more podcast before Christmas. So, uh, and it'll be our hundredth. Next week is our hundredth podcast. Next week podcast. is 100. I, it's, it's like there's people on TV, except it's 100. Which is crazy. That means we've been doing it. It doesn't even feel like it, but we've been doing it over over almost two years now. Yeah. So that'd be 100 and, well, two years would be 104. Oh my God, math. <laughs> talking about tipping. Next week is 100. That's all we need to know. I was counting f- weeks in a year. So it's 52 weeks in a year. It's two years. Uh, yeah, this is, it's neat. It doesn't even feel like it. I mean, I, again, we really, we appreciate everybody who listens, especially if you've made it to this point in the podcast. Good for you. That's amazing. You stuck with it uh, through all of that, uh, especially through the whole farting thing at the beginning. But um yeah, we really hope to keep doing it longer and we hope that more and more people keep listening and that, you know, if you dig it, great. If you don't dig it, let us know what you appreciate and what you don't, you know. Feel free to always give us a call on the Simon line. Yes. Um, Sean loves hearing from you. Sometimes we do too. 336-387. No. God, I always do that. That's my desk number. Let, let me do it. 336-373-0987. At least you didn't Why give your home always number. always do that? <laughs> Did I tell I told the story about how I gave myself out on, out on the air one year. Oh, oh yes, it's, it was it's, late night. Everyone's done it. Oh god, <laughs> give me a call. Three. Th- oh wait a minute, don't call that number. Forget you heard it. Um, thank you again for listening. Don't forget next week one hundred. Uh, this is Charlie and Maddie. Uh, Charlie, do you have any last thoughts? Oh gosh. Um, again, <laughs> if you would like to tip your local radio show for all the great things we do for you throughout the year. Yeah, no. Please favorite, send cash to. Yeah, I like it. You say, if you'd like to do your favorite, it's us, right? It's us. Tip yes. us. No. Have a great, great uh, weekend, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Okay, bye. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.